Following program is your wake-up call. Listener discretion advised. Welcome to the Progressive Union. I am your host, Doreen DeLeonardo, broadcasting to you from New York City. We report the news the corporate media ignores. Joining me for this hour, as always, is my husband and co-host, Tony DeLeonardo. And I approve this message. (laughs) Who would have thunk it if we gave people the opportunity to vote and made it convenient people would actually vote. I mean, it seems like it came to a surprise to everyone that we didn't have the election results on election night this year when in almost every state you were allowed to mail in a ballot or drop it off at your polling place. And equally, everybody was very surprised here in our home state. How many ballots do you think wound up in that red box, you know, for the movies? What red box? They, they give the movies out of the boxes out in front of the CVSs. The red box for the movie. Oh, you think people drop them off there? And they accidentally put their ballots none, in there? None. I That's going to be any. Trump's next move. Right, right. No, none. So Fake news, fake we news. We actually had early voting here in New York State for the first time. We're like always last. We got all like the technology last too. We don't like change too much here. Um, so we had early voting in a presidential election for the first time. And it was busy, and everybody was just like, there are lines. Of course there are lines. There's less polling places because you can go for nine days. So you have nine days to go early vote. And it was pandemonium. I mean, there was tons of people. Um, I actually work for Board of Elections here in New York City, and we've never had so many voters. So a lot of people came to vote, and a lot of people dropped off ballots. We had these special little boxes that we had to, the Board of Elections had to create, Um, that would fill up every day. And then the police officer would come. There's a whole procedure, by the way, that has to be uh, done bipartisan. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Team, and those ballots have to be counted. And then you have to empty it out to make room for more ballots. And there were hundreds of them. And that's just at our early voting place. So, you know, that just went on and on and on. All over the country, people actually had an opportunity to vote. Because one day, I mean, I used to think to myself, Tuesday, what a bizarre day to pick, first of all. Everybody works. Tuesday, 6 in the morning until 9. And that's it. That's the, the one day. And it's always at a place around here where you, there's nowhere to park. Like, it's at a school. It's in a neighborhood. There's nowhere to park. Yeah, so I had to make about eight round trips bringing the missus back and forth. Oh my, my, my! Because we do get breaks. We do get breaks. Then I had to go get it for lunch. Come back. Isn't that nice? Tony did his civic duty. Then a dinner break. That's a third round trip. That's right. And then he didn't let me walk home in the dark. Which I should have. And uh, the finale. That's the fourth round trip. You're funny. So anyway, it was super duper duper busy. And she's too tired when she gets home, so I can't even take it out and trade. Oh, you're oh, funny. Oh, oh. Um, so early voting, voting by mail, and election day. So a lot of people voted. And I have to say, a lot of people voted on both sides of the aisle because it was not a landslide by Mr. Biden as much as... Uh, all of you, um, a little squirrel next to me is getting a snack. Tony's getting a snack for himself there. Um, so it wasn't a landslide. I mean, it looks like Trump got like 72 million votes. and looks 70 like, million. Is it 70? I think it's more than 70. I think it might be 72. I don't know. I don't know. And Biden might have 79 million. So they're like, it's the biggest election ever. Yes, because people could actually ask for a ballot, it gets mailed to you, and then you drop it off or mail it. So you made it really convenient for people to actually vote instead of one day all over the country. So that's why more people cast their ballot. Not because this was such an exciting contest. Two freaking old guys running for president. That's what we had. So it was basically the people that really liked Trump versus the people that didn't like Trump. Because I don't know what Joe Biden was selling. I think I asked this question the last time we all met together. We had our show. But I don't know what we got. 
You know, when you when somebody sells something to you, you usually know. You go get a car, you know what you what what features you got. You go buy a house, you know how many bedrooms you got. We don't know what we got. We just know it he's not Trump. That's it. That was his thing. The soul what was he trying to do? He was The soul oh, of the nation. The soul of the nation. We're saving the soul of the nation. Well then if that's the truth, how come some preacher or a minister or a priest doesn't run for president? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Oh, because you can't have a mix of church and state. Bring, bring supposedly bring Father Merrin in. <laughs> and do an exorcism. I sometimes I feel like we need an exorcism, to be honest with you. It's just insane that that many people went and voted for Trump. And most of those people voted in person. The virus wasn't keeping them home. So Trump was so surprised. So Trump had all these rallies, right? He kept railing about the post office. He tried to hamstring the post office. He really shot himself in the foot. Tony said this to me. He goes, what did he do? He made the post office look ineffective. They did terrible things. They even took mailboxes away here. Mailboxes in the street. They just ripped them out of the ground. Been there forever. No more mailboxes. Well, my rent bill was probably in the one they took away. You're funny. So he put he put the thumb screws to the mail the mail uh, post office with uh, his postmaster general, um, and then he told all the supporters that it's you know they're going to steal the election by this vote by mail. But meanwhile, he votes by mail. Okay. So and the military's always voted by mail, and I have neighbors who vote by mail. They don't live here. They live. In Florida half the year so they make sure they get a ballot because they want their vote to count here because this is their primary residence like there's a million reasons people live overseas work overseas they vote by mail so this has always gone on there are states that always vote by mail they have special mailboxes actually that uh, people drop the mail in so it's not a new thing it is new to uh, make it available to everybody. That's something new. So he told his supporters every single time he went out on his stupid campaign trail and he told them, vote in person. So he had two agendas there. One, he wanted to disparage the voting by mail and make it sound shady. Two, election night, he wanted to have the numbers coming in in his favor because he knew that we would have to count the friggin' votes that were mailed in. He knows very well those have to be opened and counted. He pulled the rigged election four years ago. He does this to cover his own ass. So just in case... And raise money. Just in case he loses, already he's looking for an excuse. Oh, it was probably rigged. You notice, though, they never mentioned that Iowa, early on, was for Biden. Yeah, and then they then counted Trump, more votes. Then Trump overtook him mm -hmm. and won the state. Not a peep about Iowa. No, because we count the votes. Okay, so let me just, I had to do this for somebody who works in our building who I think watches Fox News too much, but a very nice fella. So he was like, I think there's some scam in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, listen, let me explain to you how it works, I told him. I said, everything in every board of elections around the country is bipartisan. All bipartisan teams work at all of these board of elections. It doesn't matter who even runs the state. All the staff is half and half. When you go to vote at your polling place and there's two people sitting at the table, that's a bipartisan team. There has to be one Republican and one Democrat. And I know because that's who I work with. When you go and train to be a poll worker here in New York City, you have four trainers, two Republicans and two Democrats. It must be that way, cannot be any other way. Everything they do is a bipartisan team, everything. And that includes counting those votes, certifying the votes, every single planning the whole election. It's all bipartisan. And that's also encouraged by both sides, right? The Democrats and the Republicans have their district leaders all over the country, and they make sure that they are represented at the Board of Elections. So that's how it works. There, there's, it's nothing nefarious. Like the poll workers of, the, of America did not you know, conspire against Donald Trump. How could they? Half of them are Republicans. And when poll workers come to work, we help everyone. All of that political stuff, everything that we think or we believe stays outside. And inside, all we do is help the voter. That's it. It's just like his nonsense with QAnon. 
He's going to start something tomorrow <laughs> about all the baby rapers and all the blood drinkers in the blue states. Right, because he's talking about... Okay, now all these nuts that I think got let out of Arkham Asylum have <laughs> They're buying into this. You know what nobody's ever asked him? If you knew who these people were and you had evidence about them, why didn't you go arrest them? He's been president for almost four years. Tom Hanks... Chris Tucker. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh-uh. he was hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein, right, and Jazane Maxwell. So I would say to these QAnon people, he had the power of the presidency. He still has it. General. Still has it. He has all these people that he could have went and broke down their doors if they were really doing these ghoulish deeds. Of course. Why didn't he do it? Right, and now he wants because to... Because it's all BS. Right, now he wants to fire, and I have no sympathy for this woman because she's horrible, uh, Gina Haspel, who is the first female CIA director. She's been there since 2018. You'll remember her name. You'll say, oh, sounds familiar. She also worked in the Bush administration. She was at Guantanamo. She witnessed and supervised all of the torture that happened, and then she gets rewarded being CIA director. So, you know, that's how that goes. So now he's mad at her and wants to fire her because he's saying that she is sitting on evidence. The CIA director is sitting on evidence of this pedophile ring that kills babies and drinks blood of famous people and political people. But all of this time she's had this information. Why didn't we just like, why didn't he talk about this before the election and expose them Then he would have been president by now? He, it's all nonsense. So now the QAnon crazies with their guns are coming to Washington uh, because Trump isn't going anywhere in their, in their belief. So, you know, we, we're not done with this. There's too many crazy people out there. So um, and it's scary because this is what Alex Jones talks about. You know, this is an Alex Jones thing. And the president is encouraging this Alex Jones crazy talk. And then his supporters who are armed and apparently not in touch with reality, they believe it. They believe it. They believe that the QAnon is somebody that works in the administration. We think it's Steve Bannon. We think it's Steve Bannon sitting there, Robert Mercer, laughing their asses off at all the stuff that these stupid people, people we know, we will not name them, nice people, right? Super nice, kind, intelligent, generous, good people that believe this stuff. And we're still friends with them. We just don't go anywhere near there. We don't discuss it, nothing. And we wonder, what's going on in their heads? I'm the type, I have to see it to believe it. I remember years ago, I went to the Danbury Fair in Danbury, (laughs) Connecticut, and they had this big tent inside the world's biggest uh, steer. For one quarter, you can go in and see how big this thing is and judge for yourself. I went in. Was I it couldn't big? believe how big this thing. I was like, oh, my God. How about that other guy you it, saw? Oh, the lobster man. Yeah, that's crazy. I went to a carnival with an ex-girlfriend in 89. And uh, <clears throat> I said, I have to see this. I go in. He's sitting in a tank of water. Come over with this crazy voice, like Chilla Theater. Come closer, come Creepy. closer. Take a look at my claws. Oh, my God. My ex-girlfriend at the time said, I turned white and I just walked right out. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, I, would, like, I would not oh have even God. gone in. I would not have gone in to begin with. So, okay, and the poll watchers. This is another thing I want to make sure I talk about. So there are always poll watchers. When we... When we train poll workers, we talk about poll watchers, who they are. There are rules that poll watchers have to follow. We have signage that says what they can and cannot do. It's in all our books. They have to have a certificate from the Board of Elections saying that they can be there, who they represent. They usually represent a candidate, and that's why they're there. There's a lot of rules how many feet they can be away from the table. They can't be at the table when there's a voter. They cannot... Um, take a picture of the voter rolls. They cannot touch our equipment. They can write things down. They can't make phone calls while they're standing there. There's a lot of rules. And they can't just walk in. They have to uh, announce themselves to the person in charge of the polling site. But there always there are always poll watchers. Some of them are crazy, and we had to have the police take them out. Some of them, you don't even know they're there. Okay, just like everybody in the world, right? You have all kinds of people. But there's no way that these counts happened without poll watchers there. And you know that they were there. Why were they complaining? Oh, they wanted to be really close. You can only be as close 
as the rules say, which are set by the legislature and the Board of Elections. So I think they were allowed to stand closer in one case because the judge said, okay, you can, you can stay a little closer. But you can't be in the lap of the poll worker. The poll worker is doing their job. So, but they were present. It wasn't that they weren't there. And this is the way it is in every election because there's always counts, right? They're always counting the vote, especially when it's a close race. Generally speaking, we haven't had this for presidential races. Why? Because we haven't had made it available for people to vote by mail. It has not been convenient for people to vote. Now it is. So now we're still counting ballots here in New York. We have a few close races, so they're really important to make sure we count those ballots. Trump basically, like I told my wife, he shot himself in the foot. He screwed up his own voters. Not only the 30,000 confirmed cases of COVID <laughs> coming from his events in the Midwest, now you have 133 Secret oh, Service yeah, agents today, yes. with this virus. Right. All because of his major, his, his uh, Grand Canyon-sized ego. Well, because he was like in denial. I don't know. I really don't understand. And it's nice to see that you finally let your hair go gray, Donald. Yeah, his hair is sort of gray, right? Yeah, like it went all gray overnight. It's really Did strange, though. Scare you? Like <laughs> the yellow, maybe the hair color lady is like, I'm out of here. Maybe she got COVID. Maybe the the lady that Maybe does his like, hair. Oh my God! I'm not president anymore. I could be prosecuted. That'll come later in the show. Uh, whatever. So, all right. So, I think we got a big civics lesson from this. I think hopefully some people got it and understand that you know this is just what we do. Everything's bipartisan. Nobody's. There's no shenanigans. What What would we gain? What would? Why would we? We just I do our under, job. I could understand one state. If it was computer voting, maybe they could do something shady. You know, somebody tapped. Well, it's all in. computer voting. They still, yeah, but these are ballots, hon. No, but when you go to vote, you yeah. voted through the machine. You went through the scanner, right. right? The ones that are mailed in have not gone through the scanner yet. They're open. They have to be open. It's two envelopes. It takes a and long I told time. You, the military, I heard it on the radio today. The military, say you're in the army in Germany, but you're from Tennessee. It goes to the Tennessee count. Yeah, so they have Tennessee. to count it. Yeah, so all of those ballots have to come in. And I think their deadline was just maybe yesterday. I'm not sure. But they have different deadlines for the military ballots. So those have to be counted. So there's a lot of ballots that still had to come in. And that's why. And because some of the races like Georgia was really close. And remember, they never had to do this in a presidential race. So all of a sudden, these board of elections had to find people to count those votes quickly. It's never happened before. It's very hard to find a workforce. First of all, just a little piece of like information locally, just to train poll workers during a pandemic, nobody wanted to give you any space to do it. You have to do everything six feet apart, right? There was a million rules we had. Medical form people had to fill out. Everybody had to have a mask on. We had to sanitize all everything, all our equipment. It was like a nightmare, I got to tell you. It was really hard. And having a mask on for teaching all these classes and trying to find people willing to expose themselves to thousands of people. He's so arrogant. Today he was on. I, I had to turn his speech off in two minutes. <laughs> he still beats a drum about the Americans' handling of the COVID was uh, the best in the world. Yeah, I we know. We dealt with it better than anybody yes, in the world. I know, I know. I know. He keeps saying that. He's out of his mind. He keeps saying that. And the 70 million people that voted for this man are crazier than he is. Yep. And that's the scary part. Yes. And he's such a child like today. So they had this and, and nobody ran it. Like I couldn't find it. He was on TV. Okay. And it was sort of important. Like the, it's not good that they didn't air it. But they've just decided he's out of here. He, he's like he's like something in your refrigerator that has expiration date in two months. Like, uh, do we really want to keep that? Uh, I guess maybe we'll use it. We're not sure, right? The mayonnaise has got two months on it. That's Trump because January 20th at 1159, out the door he goes. It has nothing to do with him conceding. It is the freaking Constitution. It's over. The, de the delegates are going to do their vote December 8th. Everything's going to be certified before that. And he has to go. 
door out the door if not he has plenty of escorts there's capitol police all kinds of people that will take him out so it has nothing he could never concede never he can make up stories until he's put in the ground doesn't matter that exchange that transfer of power is going to happen anyway so he could stamp his feet block everything pompeo can say pompeo doesn't believe any of this stuff by the way nobody that's on the air except maybe his First children of all, pompeo is supposed to deal with foreign matters not domestic right but he's doing it because I would say, what is your big fat head doing up because in front trump of loves him still but it doesn't matter he is not doing what he's he, he's doing what he's told what, tony but he's it doesn't not matter. supposed to deal with oh there's going to be a smooth transition that's not for you. No, he didn't say that. that. He said that Trump was going to be president again. That's what he means by the smooth transition. No, the there is. Into the second in term. term. Right. There's no transition. That has, that's not for him to say. Right. The big windbag. Because Trump told him to, and he's like. You got three windbags up there. You got Trump, you got Pompeo, and you got that other fat slob, that human hippo. Which one? Bar. Oh, Bar. We haven't seen much of Bar, though. And by the way, if there was anybody eating baby's blood and stuff, I hate saying this even. Barr would have, like, exposed them by now. Let me tell you something. The only vampire I know that's running around currently is Fauci. <laughs> oh, well, that's another story. So he had this Rose Garden. I I'm going to go back to the election because I'm not done with that. But he had this Rose Garden talk today, okay? And uh, he comes down. And he's like, oh, it's beautiful out here this time of year. And I'm like, okay. So it was sort of important because he's talking about the vaccine, okay? The vaccine that's being rushed. Now, during his little speech, he talked about oper op uh, Operation Warp Speed. He even had a sign that said it, okay? Flags all over the place, the usual Trump thing. And he says, you know, most vaccines take 8 to 12 years to be approved, but we're doing it 10 times faster. Now, anyone with a brain that's working, okay? And even nice people don't think about this, but nice people out there, if you're listening, think about it. The reason why vaccines or drugs should take that long is because the people that they're the guinea pigs that are taking it, we need to know the long-term health effects. Does it work? Did it protect them? And two, did it hurt them in any way? All different people. You have to get old people, different minorities, different genders. You got to do all ages. It takes a large group of people and time to pass, right? Doesn't that make sense, Tony? Yes. So that would make it safe. But he's not doing it that way. They're doing warp speed, which they're doing it in just a few months. So they can stick that needle in your arm? Are you kidding me? I don't care who does it. I don't care if it was Obama. I don't care if it was Hillary. I don't care if it was Bush or Reagan. That is not enough time to know if this vaccine... And listen, they have so many players in this game. It's not just one company either. So nobody really aired it. They didn't air it. This was a whole hour, okay? It was an hour. I didn't watch all of it. I watched The Doctor. There was Pence talked and somebody else. But I listened to Trump. And then I listened to this doctor come up. And he said that there's two, four, six, six companies, six companies making vaccines. Why in the world would you need six? Why would you need six companies? Why? Because they all want the money. The, the, the government gave out $1.95 billion, and I'm sure it's more than that, to produce 700 million doses of this stuff that's free okay free now this guy in the same breath he's saying oh and by the way if there's anyone who would like to be um a subject in the testing okay a subject is a nice way to say guinea pig okay because they still need people to put out their arm and get those needles twice and wait and to see what horror happens to them there have been people that have became extremely ill like 21 percent of the people are in the hospital i think somebody died too am i right didn't somebody pass away but there's definitely evidence of people becoming very ill and we don't know the long-term effects because it hasn't it's only been six months and they only they're not even on the phase three trials and they were allowed to skip and we're not in favor of this testing on animals but they were allowed to skip that so they're not even testing on animals first they're just sticking it into the volunteers the people that are subjects who decided they were going to be nice and they were going to do this i don't know who in their right mind would do this 
So they have a few different. So Pfizer and Moderna, Moderna, that one scares me the most because that is on the platform, as he called it, is messenger RNA. And that's like a bioweapon style vaccine. It messes around with your cells. I'm not a, a chemist. I'm not a scientist. We listen to people that are, and this sounds horrible. And listen to Gary Null. Gary Null. Listen to Gary Null. Just Google Gary Null, and uh, you can listen to his podcast and listen to his show, and you'll learn a lot more. I recommend it highly. So that those two scare me. Moderna, by the way, has never, in 10 years that they've been in business, founded um, 10 years ago, and Fauci has thrown them tons of money uncompetitive grants. They just get the money automatically and they have not invented a medicine or a vaccine in 10 years. That's why. Nothing. That's why I call him Count Fauci. Yeah, he's scary. Pfizer has... He sleeps Pfizer down. is the other one. And then there's two um, companies, JJ and AstraZeneca, and they're doing live vector platform, which is the live virus that they're going to stick in you. And that's kind of like when you get the flu shot. Okay, so they're going to give you COVID-19. You, know you know, the NWO, I'll tell you what that is later, but people who are in the know, they know what that means. They did the terror thing with the big bad terror groups. People got like desensitized to that. And now they had to move on to something else. They had to make it a little more personal. So they concocted some virus in China. Well, we don't want to go all all, all there, but yes. That, and it took 20 years. They're like, oh, nobody cares about Al-Qaeda anymore. We got to up the ante now. Yeah, well, yes, there were, I don't want to go all in there because that's that's a whole show right there. And we've done, we've actually talked about that. Just but there was, something to there was about. funding through Fauci uh, doing, um, um, I can't think of the name of the the name of the study. Ugh. I thought you had it written down. Dude. No, 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 because I'm not. I wasn't planning on talking right, about this. Just call it the study. But no, no, no. <laughs> they were messing around with people's DNA and um, and making viruses hop from from animal to animal to animal and finally to humans. So they stopped those studies because there were thousands of doctors that wrote a letter to Obama and begged him to stop the study. Doing it, they were doing it in North Carolina with uh, the Wuhan laboratory, and it was made illegal. So then Fauci decided, I'll oh, I'll just send them off to China to do it, and still give them the money. So he did something illegal. He handles all the money. He's paying all the players. He, they get bonuses for that in his department. Okay, um, and I actually met a woman. Isn't this ironic? I was having a medical test. And I was chatting with a woman, you know, passing the time. And she goes, oh, my daughter works at the National Institute of Health. I said, really? She goes, yeah, she told me, don't take the vaccine. It's not safe. Her daughter works at the National Institute of Health. And the, the, the place that's helping us develop these vaccines with these companies, she's telling her mother not to take it. Okay, just letting you know, she wouldn't say anything else to me. And I was like, that's fine. I'm not planning on taking it anyway. So they have two other companies doing a protein platform. They're not even phase three yet. So there's six companies. Okay, all different types of approaches to this COVID-19, which, by the way, changes all the time. So I don't see any of this working. Um, and uh, it's being done too fast. So he talks about like it's a great idea. He talked about frontline workers first and the elderly. Like let, let's give this to the elderly and people high risk that have, you know, lots of things wrong with them. So let's give them the needle because that's a good idea, right? Who knows? Well, let's see what happens. So in total, the amount of vaccines that they're going to have prepared is 700 million. So that's two per person because you got to get stuck twice. Who knows which one you're getting? And who knows if they work and what's going to happen to you years later because there is no study of long-term effects. There's really no studies because they're not even in phase three yet. So they really don't know. So how can they say that this is going to be ready by the end of December to give to the people in medic the medical field? If I was in the medical field, I would be packing my bags right now because I wouldn't take it. And I've talked to somebody in the medical field and she doesn't want to take it at all. And she's very, very, very concerned about it. So that's that. The media didn't cover this. It was very hard for me to find it. That concerns me. And then he had something to say about Cuomo, because Cuomo said the other day that he was concerned about taking a vaccine so early 
for New Yorkers because it really wasn't vetted yet. So Trump's like, well, you know, we can't send it to New Yorkers. Cuomo doesn't want it. So he had to kind of stick it to Cuomo. But in this case, even though Cuomo's doing a lot of things that are not good here, Cuomo's right. We shouldn't be taking a vaccine that's not been tested. So we'll let the other states see how it works out. Maybe in a few years we'll see how that goes. Anyway, so that's uh, that was today. So they're ignoring Trump now, finally. They ignored him today. It was very hard for me. I think it was Business Insider that had this clip. Couldn't find it anywhere else. So back to the election. So I think it was the day after that they called the, the election for Biden. So now there's the reflection, you know, and there's like everybody's kind of relieved, right? Everybody's like, we don't have to listen to Trump anymore. But in the meantime, Tony and I, who, by the way, we are, I hope Tony's okay with this, like, we didn't vote for either. We voted green. I voted for Howie Hawkins. We, we voted green. Now we live and now here. now because he didn't get enough votes, they might be kicking the green party off the ballot. Yeah, they are. The they are kicked so off the guess ballot. So that would leave me. Well, we'll see what happens Writing in the next election. In. Yeah, no. Using the writing, of you writing can you can write your you can write yourself in. I had a guy that wrote in somebody. I think he wrote in Dennis Kucinich, uh, fellow. So, and you know we live in New York City, so it's overwhelmingly going to be Democrat. The rest of the state is different. Long Island was all for Trump. Upstate, if New York City didn't exist, New York would be red. I'm just letting you know. If it wasn't for the five boroughs, and actually Staten Island, you can't even count well, no, them. No, upstate, you know, Rochester, Buffalo, Syracuse, Albany. They're all red, hun. No, they're all blue. Those are the blue pockets. I didn't see too many. I didn't out see. The, out in the stick towns in New York, they're all red. Right, but if, if you took the four boroughs. And then you go to Nassau, that was bright red. Yeah, Suffolk, Suffolk is very red. red. Yep. And if you got rid of, and then also Staten Island is also red. So you really the four boroughs that are left, Brooklyn and Queens the most because they have the most people, right? Then the Bronx and then Manhattan because not a lot of people live in Manhattan. Uh, that's it. So you get rid of those four boroughs. This is a red state, okay? It's, it's very dicey. And there are plenty of Republicans here. As I said, I work with them. They have no trouble finding Republicans to work. They do exist here. So... So on CNN, you have Rick Santorum, who is always, you know, in the little round table that they have uh, representing the Republicans. So he said the following. He said that Joe Biden and the Democrats, follow me here because I can't even believe he said it, should pray that the Georgia Senate seats turn red, red, that Democrats should hope that the two seats that are having runoffs, right, in the Senate, are red. That we shouldn't hope that they're blue. Why does he say that? Does that make sense? I know he's Republican, but he's saying we should. So his contention is because then if they're red, then Joe Biden won't have to worry about the liberal wing, the base of the Democratic Party, pushing him to the left. Can you believe this? Because he knows Joe Biden, and he said this, is a centrist. He's center-right. He said it, and nobody debates it. Not Axelrod, not, um, well, who's in the middle there? Uh, it's, it was either um, Anderson George, Cooper or Borger. Jake Tapper, Borger. Who's the other one? Our chipmunk friend, the chipmunk. Dana Gash. And the other girl, the African-American lady on the end with the long hair. I don't know her name. She's on every freaking night. You know who I haven't seen in a while? And never turns her head or moves. You know who I haven't seen in a while? The one with the crazy braids. That one that works at the new school. Oh, she's on MSNBC. I never see her anymore. I haven't seen her in a while. No. So, because she was around during the Russiagate nonsense. So, he said that. And I didn't hear... Oh, the other one that's on that cried. Van Jones. He's always sitting there, too. He cried. Anyway. So... I didn't hear anybody really flip out. Like, if I was on that panel, Tony and I were on that panel, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about, right? You're saying that we shouldn't fight for that seat, those two seats, that we shouldn't ha get something? Okay, so a lot of progressives or liberals probably voted for Joe Biden, right? Because they're so sick of Trump, and they're praying that maybe Uncle Joe will give us a break. Maybe the delusional people in the world, the guy is not going to do it, but they, they can... They were dancing in the streets in Philadelphia. I know. I for Joe there, Biden. Trying not to laugh. For Joe I'm Biden. Like, Look at these dummies. For Uncle Joe. 
Uncle Joe. Yeah, he's like the old guy that after the Thanksgiving dinner, he sits on the porch <laughs> and his family in the station wagon drives home without him. They forgot he was even there. Yeah. I mean, he's he's like your, your neighbor, the old guy that you know. He's a nice guy. Whatever. He's a nice guy. I'm not saying he's not nice. His wife seems like a lovely person. You know, his son that died seemed like a lovely person. But his history has nothing to do with being progressive at all. He could almost be Republican in the good old days, like back when the Republicans weren't insane. A Bob Dole type guy, that kind of Republican. So everybody's like kind of okay with that okay so i was stunned i told my wife no matter i was stunned wins, we lose right so wait gets worse so then they invite john Kasich to pipe in okay so he's like the bff now of the democratic party right he was too how can i say he wasn't on the crazy train so the Republicans just didn't want anything to do with him when he ran for president, although he would have peeled off a lot of Democratic votes because, like, he's sort of palatable. And I could see Democrats that are sort of moderate or soft Democrats voting for him because he did do some weird stuff that they wouldn't do. Like, he, he expanded Medicare in his state. He, he believes in Obamacare. He doesn't like the idea that, like, people can't get their prescription medicine and can't, don't have health insurance. He's on board with that, but he's awful with unions. He's not all that good with the right to choose. It's not his worst subject, but he's terrible with workers. Awful. And he's a Republican. I mean, he's pretty much down the line with all their other, you know, beliefs. So he was allowed to speak at the friggin' Democratic Convention, which I did not watch. I refused. So... He said he supports Joe Biden because he and Joe Biden agree on many things. Well, that's because Joe Biden is really close to being an old school Republican than a Democrat. So he's like, and you know, he said the same thing. You should hope that those two Senate seats stay red because then you're not going to have those liberals, the base, trying to push him to the left. I mean, he was like adamant about it like he had a stake in it now because i spoke at the convention and all this other stuff and i was like i don't believe this like where is somebody to counter that the base the base are the people that get people elected we're the people that show up for the primary they're the ones that helped biden get where he is today right and don't even tell me that none of those people like they always talk about the black women the black women that are voters that they really got out the vote i believe that's probably true and god bless them uh, don't any of them need health insurance? Aren't there kids in student loan debt? Let me debt? tell you something. Next, first of all, don't count Trump. Trump they got no. Trump's going to try a comeback in four years. You watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Once He's raising money already for cycle, it. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that later. Yeah. Once they start the election cycle, and here we go again. The media runs into small town America, raiding the coffee shops and the <laughs> diners. What's most important to you? I'm going to take my TV and throw it out the friggin' window. These people, are, oh, they're so hard up for money, but yet they're always eating out. Yeah, they're always in the diner. They're, they're always, always in, in the, the diner. diner. And some of them are so fat, you're lucky they lucky they can ease them into a booth. Yeah, no kidding. You remember Winnie the Pooh in the honey pot when he got stuck in the tree that time? Yes, I like Winnie the Pooh. I like Pooh. Um, I forgot to say, back we were talking about the virus, and I'm just going to mention this that um, the Pfizer CEO, he sold $5.6 million worth of his shares on the day of the big vaccine announcement. So he sold 5.6. No, it's not a good sign. Now, why would you do that? If this is such a fabuloso vaccine, and if it's going to be so wonderful, right? Why would you sell that stock, right? Why wouldn't you just hold on to it? It's the value is going to go up, right? If it starts saving lives, if people go back to work, nobody gets sick, da, 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 da. No, he dumped it. They pumped it up. They did their media, this pump and dump. They did it with Moderna too. Moderna said, oh, everything's great. We don't even have anything from Moderna yet, and we never have, and we probably never will. God help anybody that takes a needle from Moderna. Um and he, he pumped and dumped it. So he made money. And that was okay. Like, th there's no rule breaking there. Just another thing to just keep, you know, in the back of your head. So they're already telling that was a signal to people like us. Okay, people that might want something, right? We voted for Biden. Like, what do we get? Do we get anything? Nothing? Uh, that we're not getting anything. 
We're not. Nothing. So you're not. He told us already nothing will change. He said it. Joe Biden had said that when he's running for president. Nothing will change. It's all going to stay the same. A few things will change. You won't be looking for Twitter comments from Donald Trump anymore. Okay, that'll change. Oh, he'll be there. Um, I don't know. He, no, he, Joe Biden's not going to say crazy stuff. He'll say he'll probably stumble and say something stupid because he does that. But it's not going to be anything horrible like disparaging remarks about people and inappropriate stuff. That's not going to happen. Um, it's just going to be you're not going to even pay attention. Because they're going to act normal, okay? Just like when Obama was president and nothing got better. Same thing. So all you did was get rid of the carnival barker, who, by the way, in some cases, it's hard to say might be better because Joe Biden is a professional politician who knows how the sausage is made, right? So he knows exactly what he wants to do already. Like, they're worried about the transition. Joe Biden was, he was in... I think the Senate 36 years, I could be off by a few. Then he was vice president for eight years. So he already knows how the things work, right? He already knows. He's already been in through a this transition. This is where the stupid maggot people made their mistake. <laughs> they thought Trump was That's honest. like redundant. This one does this one, and this one does that one. I know these people, blah, 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 blah. Don't trust them. You know why he ratted them out? Because they didn't want anything to do with him. That's right. It had nothing to do with what they were doing to the common No, that's man. right. That's right. So he got... So a- these stupid redhead maggot morons right. fell for his shtick. Right. But the sad thing is... Elect me to president so I can get even with them. Oh, right. yeah, he got even with them. This, he gave him a nice tax Well, break. one of the things that Biden is, is, is not going to... Well, one of their differences is... Trump has always been anti-war, even like we can go back 20 years just as a private citizen. And he didn't start any new wars. As a matter of fact, that's why, um, what's his name? The guy that left the cabinet that wrote the book with the big mustache. Bolton. Bolton left because Trump would not start more wars. He they was like... Could, Biden and the Democrats could have nuked Trump. I saw two openings. Many times. The part about the cages, he says, oh, your boss put those cages down there. And I would have turned around and said, yeah, and you didn't get rid of them. That's right. And you separated the parents from the kids. That was even worse. And you know, oh, my taxes, my taxes. Oh, I'm under audit. You know what I would have said? You've been under audit as long as I've been in the Senate. (laughs) That's true. I would have turned around and told them, you've been in audit, on audit, ever since you were in your mother's womb. (laughs) So, yeah, there were... could have nuked the shit out of Trump right then and right. there. So, but Biden's a warmonger. Um, there's going to be more wars. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be something going on in Venezuela, maybe Syria. I don't know. Um, they're surely not going to be, you know, friendly with North Korea. So that part of it, I would say Biden will be worse. Um, I don't know about trade. I don't think Biden's going to do anything, you know, to make jobs come back or anything. He won't even talk the about it. Part, it's not going to happen. The hardest part Biden's going to have is keeping awake. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Keeping Ugh. him awake. Yeah. And They're going to have to move that State of the Union <laughs> to like, you know... Six o'clock of, in the afternoon. Yeah, six o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and it'll be like three o'clock in when California. Play, when they used to play the World Series in the daytime. He's going to have to give his speeches in the daytime. Yeah, because he'll already be nodding off. Um... So, I mean, I don't know. He didn't sell anything to us. He's not going to do anything. And he even pointed out, like when Trump was trying to call him a socialist, which he's not a liberal, a socialist, progressive in any way, he was like, I beat those people. He said it. I beat the people that were progressive socialists. I beat him, meaning Bernie. And I was just like, well, that's up for debate because that's a whole nother you know conversation. You Trump off? He, he lost PA, but PA was always 50-50 because Biden is from PA. Yeah, kind okay. of. You know what's really through him? Georgia. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. I think Georgia was that the biggie. really... Now, if he would have lost Ohio, I think he would have jumped off the roof of oh, the Oh, you're White funny. House. I don't think anybody saw Georgia or Arizona coming, especially Georgia. Think. Georgia hasn't been won by a Democrat since Bill Clinton. Oh, you know who was involved in the recount there? Carter's Foundation, because they oversee... You want to laugh? They oversee elections all over the world to make sure they're fair. So they send people to states, I think to Georgia, maybe a couple other states, to make sure that everybody was being treated fairly. 
just a little uh, a little FYI. So as far as donations go and Wall Street, um, just realize that Joe Biden, he's going to have a very good relationship with Wall Street because he owes them now a lot. So Joe Biden raised 74... They better hurry up and try to get these favors. <laughs> $74 million to his campaign. $74 million, according to Center for Responsible, Res- Responsive Politics. The DNC and their joint fundraising committees all together raised $330 million. Okay. $110 million more than Trump and the RNC and their committee. So the Democrats are getting more money from Wall Street than the Republicans. Who ever thought that was ever going to happen? So that's a huge difference. And that's probably why Trump is doing all these fundraising emails and he's trying to make it like he's still trying to win. He's begging his supporters for money right now. They get emails every day to donate money. And you know he's not sharing that. So Hillary received $87 million in 2016. So she even got more money than Biden. Um, and Biden's haul was more than Obama's in both his elections combined. So Trump, on the other hand, got very little money from uh, Wall Street firms. He got $20 million in 2016, and he got less, $18 million in 2020. Even Robert Mercer, Mercer gave him like $17 million, you know, Robert Mercer. And this time around, he gave him 400000 So the Wall Street, because he wanted to pass some laws and do some adjustments to certain um, uh, giveaways that they get, tax giveaways, and he wanted to get rid of them. And they didn't like that. So that's why he doesn't get the money. The Democrats, on the other hand, they're not changing anything. And they want to make sure Elizabeth Warren and her people keep their hands off their money. They don't want anything from Miss Miss Warren. If you're worried about what's going to happen with Wall Street and you're worried about income inequality, you better wait another four years because ain't going to happen under oh, Biden because he owes these people. Nobody gives you $74 million and doesn't expect favors. So expect the cabinet to be Goldman Sachs again. Uh, and we already hear rumblings about cabinet posts of being occupied by Republicans. So I don't know. Like, why do we vote Democrat if we're going to get Republicans in the cabinet? Like, why I don't I vote at all. They're all thieves. Because uh, you voted I'm green. I'm starting to feel like those old people I used to hear when I was a young guy. Oh, I'm not voting. They're all the same. They're all ripping you off. They, they all vote old people, though. But not these people. I mean, but, you know, I mean, but it is the truth. It is the truth. Well, we can't say I that. I mean, these are people, I'm sure they voted, but they got so fed up with the process, maybe. You know, you really can't say that unless you vote. Yeah. But if you voted and voted and voted, and by the time you're 70, 75, what do I care? No, they do care because they want to keep what they, they have. And they get fed up and they don't go to the polls. Well, I don't know. I think that they still go, but they do complain because they've been around so long and they've heard the same nonsense over and over and over again but they do that's the demographic that shows off the most is elderly people i mean you you saw them in the walkers they can barely walk yeah i'm telling you if i see one more uh fireside chat at some uh diner in iowa you're gonna see them gonna blow up you're gonna see them well actually we have the virus so but who knows what's gonna happen Next year, we'll have our local What's important to you? That I finish eating without you bothering me with that camera, (laughs) or I'm going to stab you in the eye with my butter knife. All right, Tony. So don't come to a diner that Tony's at. Especially in Iowa. I don't think you're going to be in Iowa anytime soon. I'm looking for my own field of dreams on the East Coast. You're funny. What do you got there, Tony? All right. Nick. uh, Look at this, Nixon. This is out of Vanity Fair. Trump has got more. This is why his hair went white. Why is that? Because now that he's not president anymore, his well, immunity is gone. Well, he's still president, but when he's not president. His immunity is gone. He's got dozens of civil suits pending. Dozens of civil suits pending. They're still in channels. Now, this is a guy Trump has already dealt with. One impeachment. He won that one. Six bankruptcies. 26 cases of sexual misconduct that we know about. Some are probably settled. 4,000 lawsuits. Yeah, he's always suing. He loses a lot. Well, people suing him. Yep. 
Now, the problem, now, Manhattan DA Cyrus Vance Jr. and New York's Attorney General Letitia James, they want to go after him on state charges. So, shady business, and he will not get any federal pardon if they put him in jail. No, because it's a state charge. Okay, now, Bill Clinton, believe it or not, his legal fees turned out to be $10 million dollars. Now, Trump's fee legal fees are going to go... He's talking about everything bigger and better. <laughs> They're going to be a lot bigger than Bill Clinton's. Yeah, that's why he's doing the fundraising emails. Okay. Where, who is he kidding? His fee legal fees will be astronomical. Okay, in the next four years, Trump's... He owes $300 million in personal guaranteed loans. Deutsche Bank, nine, he's also $900 million in real estate debt. How do we know this? Oh, it's vanity, vanity fair. vanity fair. He's on the hook for the IRS for almost $100 million. Stop it. He didn't pay his taxes? When does he ever? I don't know. We never see them. Okay, it says, well, the Washington Post made a crack. They said the presidency is keeping him out of prison and the poorhouse. No wonder his hair went white. I think the lady that does his hair just said I've had it. Now, Forbes said that his worth... His personal worth is two and a half billion. Forbes said that. Yes. He has a lot of property. Now I don't know how true that is. With him, you never know. Well, you he's can got never... all those golf courses. They're worth something. Yeah, but you can never, you can never get a straight answer out of him. Well, that's true. Oh yeah. Now Anthony Scaramucci, he was telling a story about when he ran in 2016. He didn't think he was going to win. He said the day after the election, he was going to be on a plane to Scotland to play golf. Mm-hmm. No, they they didn't think he was going to win. Neither did Melania. None of them did. Now Michael Cohen made a bet that Trump would lose the election. He he's Now he's $10,000 richer because he bet on Biden. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Now, he's, now he's also in trouble because with the Stormy Daniels thing. Now they claimed his little hush money to Stormy Daniels was a federal donation, whatever, you know, whatever they put the heading under. Right. Now he paid Stormy Daniels $130,000 to shut up. The federal donation limit is 2700 bucks. Yes, that's true. So when they saw that and they tried to figure out, well, where did the rest of this money, who did it go to? That's how Stormy Daniels. Now, uh, a lot of uh, professional people are saying Trump is 99.999% going to get bagged on tax fraud and face jail time. That's what they say, the experts? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Nobody ever gets in trouble when they leave office, but we'll see. That's only crimes against humanity. <laughs> yeah, only that. that look stuff. at Bernie Madoff. Only that stuff. Bernie Madoff rich, robbed rich people, and look where he is. He's the only one that got justice after the, uh, uh, the financial crisis. Everybody else did whatever they wanted. All right, we're back to Trump again. Now, Trump is grubbing for money, emails, phone calls, whatever. He calls it his election defense fund. <laughs> now, the money will be directed to, uh, a, to the RNC for future campaigns. We, yeah, and he will go into a new Republican political action super PAC called Save America. He's probably going to have an iceberg on his new hat, a black hat with a big white iceberg on oh, it. Geez, uh, now, 60% of the contributions to this, to him... Up to $5,000 go to the Save America Super PAC. 40% goes to the RNC. Sure. Now, Donald Trump has control of the purse strings. Right. And when has he ever been honest with that money with anybody? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Ever. He's the biggest liar ever. That's his money. That is why he's spinning the wheel about, oh, let's see what happens with the election. Let's have some lawsuits. Because he wants the stupid schlubs that support him to keep sending him money. Yeah. So the Wall Street Journal said 50% of Trump's Make America Great Fund went to covering his campaign debt. Yeah, because he probably owes money. He needs to pay it off. Yes, he is. Oh, my God. And all you maggot dumbbells. Oh, he's going to say uh, Make America. Yeah. Listen, the only reason he went after Wall Street and was trying to put the screws to them with some of those laws is because Wall Street in Manhattan... Didn't accept him. Now, there's a third part of the story with his election lawsuits. Trump has been dumped by the top law firm working in the Pennsylvania election case. Oh, that's hilarious. 
They filed suit on Monday and they walked on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best people. Because probably some judge threw a gavel at one of them and told, get this out of my courtroom. Yes, because they have no proof. Huh. You can actually be in contempt of court to walk into a courtroom with absolutely no case. The name all. of the law firm was Porter Wright Morris and Arthur of Columbus, Ohio. Big law firm. Like on All in the Family, Rabinowitz, Rabinowitz, and Rabinowitz. And you see, you couldn't get a law firm from New York. They're like, nah, we're not going to get our hands on that. Nobody now, wants to be connected with him. Their legal fee for what they were doing all this time was comes to get a load of this. $727,000. Yeah, it's a lot of money for nothing. Now, Alinda Kearns, a, consider, a conservative Philadelphia-based lawyer, will stay on and take up the case. So she's desperate. She just wants to be on TV a little bit. You know what I mean? That's for her brand. She's like, yeah, I'll take it. There's nothing here, but they'll interview me. People will know my name. My phone will ring. I'll get other clients. Can you imagine? Wow. So he's got to raise the money. That's why he's acting like a lunatic saying, well, we're still not sure yet. I don't think it's just his delusion. I think it's his way to raise money. Yeah. And keep his people thinking that it's all rigged and they believe in the QAnon and all this other crazy stuff. And they'll keep believing it because they're... Yep. Hey, listen, we have it on our side, too. We got people believing remember that Joe Gene, Biden's going to help them. Remember what Gene Wilder said in Blazing Saddles? You know, morons. There you go. Well, we have them on our side, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah, let's do kumbaya with the Republicans. What? When they win, they hire all their own people, right? They don't say, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. Let's get somebody who's sort of moderate, maybe a little lefty. Let's get somebody like her. No, they go for the opposite of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and they shove her in. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's not even in the ground yet, and they were already like, send her through the Senate to be interviewed. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go and for their people. Let me tell you something. That Barrett, she's got a voice like that demon, ba that robot baby from the... Yeah, her voice is bad. The Excuse end, me. The end of the demon seed. I am alive. Yeah, she's horrible. She can't speak. We can't listen to her talk at all. The, the, she, she should be like Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas has spoken like, I think, once since he was confirmed, which was in the 90s. Let me tell you something. With that voice, the husband, instead of having seven kids with her... He should have been putting it somewhere else. Tony, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. She's a Christian. She Little, probably doesn't do that. Tony, <laughs> oh my God, I can't. I cannot even. We're just losing our minds here. We really are. So I'm going to tell I'm you something. Something you can celebrate. Okay, so this is the way you do it. All right, this is how democracy you know what? I was really a works. Used to say, wow, it's pretty cool to wear masks. Superheroes, they get to wear masks. Yeah, we're tired of this. What the hell was I thinking? It's about? really annoying. Um. Yeah, and by the way, all these COVID tests, they're not gold standard tests. They're all different, sort of like the virus, uh, the um, vaccine. And um, that's why there's so many positives. First of all, they're not accurate. You could have had a cold. And again, we listen to science. Gary Null, listen to the Gary Null podcast, listen to the Gary Null show. If you had a cold at one time, okay, a cold is also a coronavirus. Does everybody know that? That's the common cold is a coronavirus. So if you had a cold, all right, and it's still in your system somewhere, right, that virus history, and they take that test, they could come up with coronavirus. You know who would come up with... It's insane. You know who would come up with coronavirus just by looking at him? You don't <laughs> even have to test him. Who? <laughs> Felix Unger. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> but he's always cleaning, though. Imagine <laughs> imagine Felix Unger, Unger during this pandemic. He'd be a maniac. He'd have, like, do you ever see those people? They have, like, that gas mask thingy on. Like, I don't know. Are they serious about that? Are they being funny? Like, I've seen people deliver stuff to this building with that on. He'd be wearing that. And he'd have, like, a plastic gown on. <laughs> yeah, he would be really in bad, in bad shape. So, Chile... The, the country Chile in South America, celebrated, um, they, they had a celebration uh, in October, the end of October, um, because they had a referendum vote on their constitution. They voted overwhelmingly in favor of rewriting the country's constitution, imagine, to replace the guide, guiding principles imposed four decades ago under the military dictatorship of General, General Augusto Pinochet. 
The referendum was uh, 78.24% of people voted to approve it. That's very big. And only 21.76% rejected the change. So the voters also elected, listen to this, how smart these people are, for a new constitution to be entirely drafted by a popularity, a popularly elected body, meaning no active lawmakers can be involved in the process. No senators, no whatever they have, they can't do it. So that's huge because um, Pinochet was installed by the military government that was pushed into power by our CIA. And they got rid of, uh, and he committed suicide, their um, elected uh, President Allende, who committed suicide, his White House, their White House was under attack. They and came we, after him like Tony Montana. They did, and he, he committed suicide. And so then Pinochet, who was a butcher, uh, if you watch movies like Missing, you'll see that they used stadiums to kill people who were honest actors that were trying to expose what was going on there. American journalists, uh, Chilean people, this happened all over South America. So anyway, so the people had a lot of protests before this, and yes, there was some like damage done to property and stuff, but finally they said, we need to change our constitution. So they did the due diligence and they made it happen. They did, they knew how the sausage was made, as I say, and they made it happen legislatively. So now they're gonna have a constitution by the people for it and for the people. So. That's how it's done, folks. So that's really amazing. That's something to be happy about. So I'm very happy for the people in Chile. And of course, you only heard that story here. That was in The Guardian because they don't want you to know that on the network news because that would make people realize maybe our own constitution's got dust on it. Maybe we should have some amendments that protect, I don't know, a woman's right to choose. Because once it's an amendment, no one can touch it. Once there's an amendment, game over. There's a lot of laws that are going to come before the Supreme Court that are not amendments. Once it's in the Constitution, the ink is dry, and that's the end of the story. When was the last time we had an amendment? I don't know. But the Democrats could do that. We'll see. Anyway, I think that's our show. Happy Friday to everybody. Um, and we will be with you next time. Good night, Uncle Joe. <laughs> put down the ice cream cone, put on the Depends, and get some sleep. <laughs> See ya.